Jingle, jingle, jingle. Ho, ho, ho. That's good. It's a very special episode. It's here's looking at you, kid. But and we're not looking you at you, brother. You can tell. You'll spell with an E at the end. That's right. It's here's looking at Y-U-L-E, kid. You saw it on the video or audio thing that you clicked on beforehand. Oh, yeah, that's right. It'll be very clear there. It'll be very clear. It's our Christmas special Yay! 2022. Jingle bell, oh, jingle bell. It's, it's time, time to look at Christmas. you. There we go. We're not fools. We're going to look at you. Folks, we're watching uh, today the Netflix uh, Fireplace oh. for Your Home. Yeah, I don't believe it's a Netflix original. Uh, I think it might be actually, yeah, um, but we're watching episode two, episode two crackling, crackling fireplace. fireplace. Now we're paused at true zero. Now usually we just look at these things, we don't listen to them. It's true. But it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have we're gonna have a little fun. We're gonna listen to this. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just crackling fire. Yeah, it's just specifically like, chose the one without the music. Yeah. So we're gonna count down and get right right into it. Yeah. So this is gonna be a short episode. <laughs> It's Christmas. We got yeah, other things to do. Just an hour. Just an hour. Um, yeah, so if you're following along, get your play finger ready. We're paused at true zero. Yes. All right, here we go. Count us in, Phil. Three, two, one, play. All right, we got a title. Ah, oh, I feel so cozy and warm. Oh, look at that. Have look you ever built that. a fire? Uh, like in a fireplace? Yes, ish. Yes, have a, yeah. I at least greatly assisted. No, I built one at um the woods for when it's in recent birthday. Relative. Well, I held my but uh, friend's birthday I went to earlier in the year. Okay, because we did have a fire at your birthday. We did, yeah. I would say too warm. Do some corn from where I was sitting. Oh. At your birthday. This uh, this is kind of distractingly loud. I don't know if it's going to be picked up on the mic. Well, actually, hold on. Let's not talk for a second. I don't know if that's right. being picked up. I will say something I do like about this is I'm noticing these little embers every so often fly off like right there. Yeah, they um, clearly just filmed a real fire. We've already talked more about this video than we did about the last video you watched. Do you think that there's any CGI Yule Logs where they just, did, they just oh. film logs and did some fire effects? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was CGI. You think? I think we're going to watch this burn down. Mm. That's some genuine fire sounds. My girlfriend and I last year... I mean, we're year, not watching the one that said best sounding. No, we're not. With a log sound designer. It my, did sound good. I played a little of it. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. My girlfriend and I, for our anniversary last year, went to a castle in upstate New York. Oh, yes. It was a bed and breakfast. It's called Wing Castle. Highly recommend. But we built a fire uh, that night. Um, oh, yeah. I I I lit the matches and lit the fire, and she fanned the flames. And it was very romantic and cute and warm because it was there was snow everywhere. It was very cold. Our anniversaries in January. We did not go on our actual anniversary because we both forgot. We both thought our anniversary was a day that it was not, and then realized the morning we were going to this castle, our anniversary was 14 days ago. And folks, that's love. That's right. Um, we had a shared delusion, which is yeah, yeah, really yeah. special. Uh, that is love in a way. Yeah. Um, that's sad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Three minutes into an existential crisis. Um, oh, oh, Merry oh, Christmas! Oh, oh, oh. Um, 
Yeah, no, and I, I realize I have done stuff in a fireplace. Built a fire in a fireplace okay. before, too. Okay, all right. He's done stuff in a fireplace. Yeah. Um, I, I survived a fire this year as oh my well. God, my building sure did. My building caught on fire. Sure did. At 4.30 in the morning, yep. I smelled smoke yep. and heard very loud firearms. I looked at the window, saw, oh, there's smoke out there, and then laid back in bed and went, wait a second, I should get up. Woke up my roommates, and we climbed down the fire escape. They broke down our door. I don't live there anymore. Yeah. I'm not because of the fire. I just moved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it was very traumatizing. I couldn't talk about anything else for about a week, two weeks. Two years? Uh, two right. years? <laughs> no, it hasn't been two years. No, it's been like seven months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fire. Something I learned... I recently learned almost all of the poem to the night before. Oh, yes, recently. hold on. I'm going to grab Oh, the... God. I, you, okay. you explain the story. I went to a comedy show last night and um, was chosen... It was an interactive thing. It was very fun. Um, and I was chosen in the beginning. Uh, they chose three people and was, they asked us if we knew the poem. I forget. This didn't... I didn't have it on there. There's like an actual title, but like Twelve the Night Before Christmas. And none of us really knew it past uh, um, all the mouse. And they said, all right. And they hand us each the full poem. It is a long poem, folks. And we're like, um, whoever memorized the most of this by the end of the show gets a prize. And I am the only one who actually <laughs> studied it throughout the show and got to like, like four-fifths of the way down, I would say. Like 80%. And, um, Drake's looking at me in a way that When I Phil got to my apartment today, uh, yeah. to record the previous episode of this podcast... Yeah, 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 I made him do this again, and now I have the tape in front of me. Oh my god. And I'm gonna make him do it again on the podcast, and then... This took me seven minutes yesterday. And... And then at the end, I think I'm going to read it, because... The whole thing? Yeah, Again? why should you get all the fun? We're going to do this twice. Oh, my God. But at the end of the podcast, a as, a, as a reward. Oh, the end of the podcast. I mean, that's half the episode right there. Well, I'll also say this. I have a little Christmas surprise for you. Oh, right. And yes. if you can get through most of this, I'll give you a Christmas present. Wow. Now, this is the thing Drake has been saying for a week that this is what he's going to do in this episode, so it'd be very funny if he doesn't give me a Christmas present. <laughs> hey! You gotta um, earn it sometimes. Yeah, I also am going to have a Christmas present for Drake, but it will be off the pod because I'm giving it to him on Christmas. I mean, of course, we're recording this live on Christmas. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, My this family's is live. We're eating broadcasting dinner this in the room. Yeah, that that other episode that aired last week that Drake just said we recorded earlier. He's this. stayed here the whole week. Uh, yep. Plus the night before Plus Christmas. Plus the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not and all through the house. The night before Christmas. Now, when you get the first word wrong, I'm gonna be like, "That's it, you're done." Oh, okay. Because the last time you did it, you got you replaced it in with the a couple times. Like, yeah, I I did. I believe yesterday I did get it verbatim. Just because you were so adamant about when all through the house. Yeah, that's, that's fair. For the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. <laughs> um, the stockings were hung by the chimney with care and hope that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all the children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions 
of sugar plums down to their heads. Mm -hmm. And here's where it gets interesting, folks. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter nap. So is it told from the perspective of the husband or the kid? A child, I assume. I, Unless think, it's... I think it's like, you know how like Mike Pence calls his wife mother? Hey, Mama. Yeah, I think it's that. <laughs> okay. Why? Because don't they mention kids later? Well, no, they just mentioned the kid. The kid was snuggled in their bed. Right. Those oh, are the kids. It's the older sibling. It's not. It's oh. Papa. It's a cousin. Oh. All right. Um, anyway, our, our brains... And Mama went, and her kerchief. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I my cap. Yeah. Along with your nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash. Tore open the shutters, threw up the sash. Oh, this <laughs> fire is so loud. Yeah. The, the snow? No. Oh? The moon. Oh, the moon! The moon! The moon! The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow! Gave a luster of midday to objects below. Yeah. I mean, we can stop. I, I, this video evidence of my success yesterday. I got a standing ovation. Alright, well, I will never clap for you. I know. You. But it's Christmas, so even though you failed miserably, yeah. I will give you this Christmas present. It is wrapped beautifully in the cardboard it arrived in. Amazing. I love Do Not Bend with, stickers. With my name and address on here, so don't read that part. I'll just read. Oh, Do Not Bend on both sides. Yeah. Wow. Alright, what a great thing to do on a podcast. Well, you're going to narrate what's happening. All right. I feel... Okay. So it feels... Okay. It's something flat. So this is in like a media mail envelope. Um, came here from California. Um, no surcharge on the post That's yeah. fun. Um, yeah. Okay. So my fingers are now in the envelope. I'm feeling the object. It is wrapped in plastic. Mm-hmm. I thought it might be like a book or something, but it doesn't feel like that. Cause it seems like there's a bit of texture to at least one of the surfaces. All right, I'm gonna pull it out now. Okay, well, okay, I believe I'm pulling it out upside down. Oh, wait, oh, the texture might be protective cardboard. It is. Cool. Oh, Now wow. you might already have this. I, not with this picture, for sure. This. And I don't think in this great condition, too. Wow. This is this... almost pristine condition. Yeah, really. Um, so what it is, folks, it is a, uh, play, a play a stage bill, technically. Um, but I'm assuming it's the original Broadway production. So no, this no. is the Chicago like... production, which I think predates the Broadway production, but I'm not sure. Interesting. Well, let's see. I let's thought it was the Broadway production when I bought it. Okay. <laughs> and I learned it is not. Well, I, oh my goodness, I should have brought that for when we did The King and I. I de oh my god. Because I, I did figure you probably had a King and I playbill. Mm. But yes, yeah, so this is a stage bill from the Chicago wow. production. And I flipped through this. There's some gems in here. Oh, old playbills are First, great. why don't you read us what the ad on the back is for? Uh, of course it's cigarettes. Of course I mean, it's cigarettes. No, that's like a con like the main ad in every playbill from before like 1980 or whatever is cigarettes. Uh, so this 
Ruben's about to hear a lot of ads, folks. It's also very long. It's like a very beautiful, like rectangle. It's bigger oh, yeah, than like, an like, average playbill. Yeah, no, it used to be the the, the old playbill is really. There's also less nice ads show. in here than you would expect. There's a lot of like text for the show, oh. but there's some very fun ads oh, as well. Oh, of course. Well, so the back ad says, "In the whole wide world, no cigarette satisfies like a Chesterfield." Do you um, think the cigarette brand still exists, even? I mean, cigarettes I've heard of like Chesterfield. Where, like, I don't. Like a really big company still exists because it's hard to buy cigarettes these days. Yeah, well, and I feel like they probably like murder and stuff. Like Chesterfield yeah. is the brand I've heard of. Yeah, it's probably the Flintstones. But I think like some old things. Uh, the the, the uh, a woman sitting in a car holding a convertible. Now, did they? What's going on here? <laughs> Is her hand, hand drawn? It, does look it looks like one hand like got cut off the picture and they just drew it in badly. But some of the car looks drawn as well. There, the top. Of the a car. little bit, yeah. What a weird. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah, folks. yeah, um, yeah. But it's Lita Baron. I have not heard of her. But it says in parentheses, Mrs. Rory Calhoun. I've never heard of him either. Yeah, but in the front of it, yeah, it's. Yule Brenner, Patricia Morrison. I don't so know. So we are looking at Yule. We are. We are looking, looking at, at Yule. Yule and the Yule. Yule. I don't know who the original Broadway Anna was. Maybe it might be him. All right. Wait. Oh, the Chicago Schubert Theater, I think. Yeah, okay, that's yes, why yes, I yes. thought it was the Broadway, because it was at the Schubert. Got it, got it, yeah. Um, that Patricia Morrison exists, is the actor. I believe. Who played that on us? Yes. Um, great, yeah, basically. Well, I mean... Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah, there's an ad for Chicago Restaurant. There's an ad for, um, on the side, Anatome Fluid Makeup, and then, like, a paragraph about it in uh, Brush Script MT, the font that this is in. An odd choice, and or it's very close to it. Yeah. All right. Oops. Oh gosh, I'm gonna be very careful here. All right. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. There we go. Your brother, who's doing the catch? Should we read this in. T- <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, would Would you like to start? Or am I reading the whole thing? Up to you. Go as far as you want. All right. Yul Brynner, the king, has been seen in only one other production by American audiences. That's what makes me think that this is before Broadway. That does... Yeah. It, wait, can you go back to that first page? Is there a date anywhere in there? Yes. January 16th, 1955 oh. is when it began. But the movie was 56, so... It was 56. Is it possible the Broadway version came after the movie? No... It was nightly except Sundays, with matinees Wednesday and Saturday. So back then, they they only did seven shows. They gave them Sundays off. Well, but the Monday, it's still Matinees eight Wednesday and Saturday. Yeah, so it's still eight shows. Oh, so right, right, right. This is similar. Yes. Um, you Brenner has been seen in only one other production by American audiences. In 1946, he played the male lead in a loop song opposite Mary Martin, and later with Dolly Haas on a year-long tour. The second paragraph is the rest of the thing, so I'll, I'll just so read this. That. Okay, I'll have to do an update on this. But that successful experience was just one brilliant patch in the vividly colored and oddly patterned crazy quilt of his background. 
Born in the Far East, Mr. Brenner went to school in France. He forsook formal education in his early teens and became a nightclub balladeer, accompanying himself on the guitar. Tiring of the wandering minstrel role after a spell, he joined a circus as an acrobat, then entered the world of the legitimate theater as an apprentice with the repertory company of Georges and Ludmilla Piteoff. At their theater de Marturin in Paris, he did everything from working as a stagehand, building scenery, fashioning props to playing leads. In his spare time, he studied at the Sorbonne and was graduated with a degree of Bachelor of Science and Philosophy. Mr. Brenner arrived in this country in 1941, when he was invited by Michael Chekhov to play the role of Fabian in his touring production of Twelfth Night. So it sounds like he has been seen by American more than one production. Mm. Mr. Brenner toured for a year and a half, playing mostly one-night stands. From the end of the long jaunt until D-Day, he was active in war work as an announcer and commentator in French for the U.S. government. Next came his Broadway debut in Lute Song. Following the New York engagement on the tour, Mr. Brenner, now an American citizen, played a Lute Song in Dark Eyes in London. Since he was one of the pioneers in television, having started in the medium during World War II, came as no surprise when he was engaged as a TV director. In that capacity, he has directed Studio One, the actor studio of the Danger series, and many other important shows. Now, the first thing we have to know is that most of that is made up. Neil Brenner famously just made up backstory. Uh, and back then, you couldn't movie. really check yeah. on it as much. And the second is, if he had a long TV career, that has not been recorded because I did not find any notable TV roles prior right. to his film roles. Or else we would have been discussing it on our show. For sure. Um... Great. So I did look up. It, this is shortly after the original Broadway run ended. Okay. It was nineteen fifty one to fifty four. I see. Um, and yeah, it did not seem like so more of a deep cut uh, gift. Yeah. Um, the original, and it was Gertrude Lawrence. Um. But then it seems like this is a lot of the like closing Broadway cast, I believe. Mm. Um, I did. Yeah, I did. There, there are ads for this that, that advertise dinner after the show, dinner that starts at, like, 12.30 in the morning at uh, one of these oh. ads, which is wild and feels like for Chicago in the 50s is something that I'm surprised. Well, there's Central Time. After Theater Midnight Show. Um, now, this one... Okay, so there's an ad here uh, for something called Oh Men, Oh Women. And... Starring Ralph Bellamy. Yeah, starring Ralph Bellamy, maybe including Sunday. Um, oh, so they had no day off. Yeah. Did one day, but uh, but they have a call to action. You can buy a ticket right in this. You cut it out. There's a thing that you fill in how many tickets you want, what date, your name and address, and you enclose a check or money order. Should we try it? Yeah, we should. Yeah. That, that could be a Patreon. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funded thing. Yeah. God, look at those prices. Or because it was four dollars. Oof. Um how much do you think tickets to the King and I cost? I mean theater also used to not be that expensive in general. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure like with inflation that's still like twenty bucks. No, it's more than that, but Oh. The man from Shreps is back with ginger ale. Yeah. This ad so I I I I went through this a little bit. Yeah. First of all, what do you associate Schweppes with? Ginger ale. This is the beginning of ginger. This is when Schweppes ginger ale debuted. That's wow. 
Here it is at last, the one and only Schweppes. Look at that guy. That's Schweppes. That's Schweppes. Ginger ale made from imported English elixir. What did they sell before? General uh, I elixir. It mentions, yeah. Your children will adore Schweppes flavor, a true ginger flavor, dry and buoyant. And Grono says Schweppes is magnificent as a mixer. So buy no more ginger ale until you've tasted Schweppes. It costs no more than ordinary brands. Yeah, I have to imagine he did, it was other soft drinks or yeah, elixirs, and yeah. then he came back and he had ginger ale. Now, right opposite that, what's the ad on the other page? Oh, wow. Um, a hotel called The Drake. That's right. So this is why he bought this. I did not know what the interior was <laughs> Where like. Where the loop meets the lake. Um, yeah, it seems like there's some, like... That's fun. Do you think this hotel is still in operation in Chicago? Because if so, there's another Patreon. Uh, yes. We should record an episode after Drake. Yeah, it's very possible. Isn't there a hotel in New York City called the Drake? Yeah, but I'm not interested in that okay. one. It has nothing to do with Yule. Yeah, you famously like, don't want to go to things in New York City if you can go to them somewhere else. <laughs> That's right. Oh, boy. 17 years. Yeah. This has other other things about the theater, I believe, that it, the Schubert in Chicago, like other... Makes sense, makes sense. But I don't know. It seemed like a fun little thing related to the podcast. I, I didn't think you would have that first one, well, and then I was wrong, and it wasn't the first one. So you probably uh, don't have the Chicago one for sure. I don't, yeah. Phil has a lot of playbills and, and different programs framed in his apartment, and he has a very large collection of them as an avid theater friend. If you listen to the King and I episode that we released last week, probably... <laughs> um, we we discussed the first t- thirty shows that Phil and I have seen together of seventy eight yeah. or nine. Um, maybe we'll talk about the rest of those on Yule's birthday next year, which is the same day as the Tonys. <laughs> yeah, that seems like yeah. a good day to. Out here, it says women love men who give mink. Yep. So. We have now hit the point where I had stopped looking through it. By the way. Oh. So uh, all these are this children's theater doing Beauty and the Beast. Whoa, Disney's going to sue them. You've been to a children's theater production of Beauty and the Beast, right? Have I? You um, and our friend Dawson? No, we went to a community theater. Oh, community these theater. adults. Uh, yes. My uncle, Duke Rumpelstiltskin, died last year, as you well know, what? said his highness, leaving me with... What? Oh, this is a little story that's... Wow, I love this corporation. Whiteley Estates Corporation. Purchasers of unusual situations in real estate. Okay. Read this whole thing to me. The, oh, the, oh, I hope they have like a little story based on every show every title and different playbooks. Because it says, The king and I were discussing his property. He had just come from his counting house. My uncle, Duke Rumpelstiltskin, died last year, as you well know, said his highness, leaving me with a one-tenth interest in a massive real estate parcel all over the country. Now that I passed a law that everybody has to pay an income tax, I find myself in an acute financial condition, and I don't see how I can sell just a one-tenth interest in my uncle's inheritance. He sat on his throne dejectedly, kicking away at the gold dust that had accumulated on his slippers. The silence was awful. Then his face brightened, as he exclaimed excitedly, Eureka! Parentheses, meaning Gadzooks. So this is before Eureka was common yeah, knowledge, but, but Gadzooks was in the common Why did I think of them before? Call Whiteley Estates Corporation, 134 North South Street, DE. Is there a phone number? I think this is a phone number. Oh. Uh, it's not enough for a modern number, but I like 
the two letters okay. is yeah, I believe that's, that's too the bad. Or else I would yeah, these call all right now. Now this Goodman, oh, well, the Goodman Theater still exists. If that's the same, right? yeah. Oh wait, oh, I mean there's a seven digits of number there. If the D E, no, I don't know. Oh boy, yeah. Oh, another ad for Whiteley Estates. Not as fun though. Just basically, if you're rich, consider the profit you can make selling your less desirable real estate at a paper loss. Is this advertising money laundering? <laughs> it was the fifties. Yeah, probably. I it sure seems like it. I mean, only the scum went to the theater back then. Yeah. At least in Chicago. Oh, uh, the record. Mm. An ad for the record. The record costs more than a ticket. Five eighty-five. Yeah. Forget the pop shop. Oh yes, the song "Western People Funny." I forgot to mention that one. I the the number the 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 list of the numbers in the show are on different pages, which is yeah, very rare that's, these days. Yeah, that's a common thing with old ones like this. It's just like hidden throughout. Which uh, I guess makes you look at more ads. ads but yeah, I, it's very easy to flip through, flip past those ads these days. Yeah. And none of them are in universe, so maybe that's what you gotta do. Now the guy who plays Joe, who played Lewis in this, is named Joey Santana. Which Joey Sant? Anna. Uh, Joey Santa. Yeah. yeah, it's Christmas. Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! Jingle, 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 jingle. I will say, I did expect this episode to have more Christmas involved, but... Well, we're almost done with this, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and this is all... Don the Beachcomber. Do you think Joey Santana is still alive? Probably. He's 11 here. It's very possible. He'd be what? He'd be around the same age as your old character. Yeah, 70-something. Maybe. Wow. He's 11 years old. He's been in 17 productions. That's more than one production a year. He appeared on many radio and TV shows, including Captain Zero. Oh, I've heard of that. It's yep. a sci-fi show. Oh, yeah. Should we watch all of Joey Santana's filmography? No, I, mean, I don't know what he did. We got to look at Yule. We, yeah. we, we we can decide what we're going to do after after that if we. Oh wait, sorry. An unexpected, I guess nepotism-esque thing at the end of this bio. His dramatic teachers were Miss Lillian Fontaine, mother of Joan Fontaine. I'm assuming of. Oh, no, 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 dif no, different spelling, never mind. Um, and Olivia de Havilland, she was alive until, like, last year. Mm. Um, he was, like, 107 or something. Also, Mrs. Charles Loftus, teacher of speech at Stanford University. Mrs. What are we... Wait, so this is... Okay, so this connection is his teacher, is Mrs. Loftus. So Mrs. Loftus's father-in-law... Sir Reginald Loftus. So this is now his teacher's father-in-law. Why are they being mentioned in this bio? Was diplomat advisor to the King of Siam, and oh. his collection of silver is known the world over. All right, it's a, it's an uh, relevant to the show. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, there's someone with one name. I mean, you mentioned in the last episode that you knew uh, heir apparent to the K jeweler. Uh... Right, but I'm not putting that in my bio. <laughs> If you were working on the K and K, you might be. Maybe. Um, huh. Oh. Oh wait. I wonder. So. 
there's a, an actress in here called, this name Michiko, played Eliza. Um, Daughter? Maybe. In Phoenix, Arizona, training in Japan, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then it says at the end, for the king and I, she has also served as consultant on oriental dancing, which is a credit we noticed in the last, in the movie. Right. But uh, we didn't, I... Love that you Yep, now two again. episodes. Um, do you think she also did the film? Is that what you're... That's what I'm wondering, yeah, because mm. that's a very specific... Uh, and the movie was the year after this production. Or it premiered, so it might have been yes. filmed in between yeah, the Yeah, it's very possible. I bet, I wonder people from this are in the movie. Quite possibly. Yeah. Conrad Hilton Hotel. Look at that. That still exists. Yes. I'm going to start calling it the Conrad. I think they dropped that. Yeah. The Midnight Ice Show. Oh. Oh, yeah. Understudies and staff. Yeah. Fun. Fun. Ooh. Oh. Still. I mean, someone named Win Partello. I thought it was Wink Partello, which would have been more fun, but. Yeah. Cool. And then a Cadillac ad. Cadillac still. In lots of Playbill ads. Hmm. They don't usually end with, we're waiting for you. Now. But, yeah. Well, maybe that's why they're no longer beating the 2018 Toyota Camry. Yep. Well, we're about halfway through the episode. <laughs> so what's your oh, wow, topic? almost exactly, yeah. What's your topic for the month? Uh, well, I, I, I brought a Christmas present. Yep. Um, well, I was going to bring a little craft to do, but I didn't. Um, this is the kind of podcast that we are. We have someone unwrap a present, uh, which is a book that they just flip through. And the idea of doing a craft live uh, on the recording. Yeah. If you... If you, well, are you familiar with this with the cartoon Ducktales? Uh, not intimately, but like in 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 the theme song they mention um, aeroplanes, right? Okay. And it was a rule in the recent cartoon that anytime they mentioned a plane or an airplane, they had to say aeroplane. Great, great. So I suggest a rule for our podcast: anytime we have to say you, we say you'll. Great. It's canon now. It's canon now. Um, Do you remember what you were saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, new question. Okay. If you could add. What Christmas characters. Uh-huh. Character or characters. Do you think you would be. Good at playing? A classic portrayer of if he had played I mean I feel like the obvious is Santa Claus Saint Nick right sure sure but that seems too easy now Yule is famously known in in The King and I which we've just discussed for playing characters he maybe shouldn't have due to cultural insensitivity yes are you familiar with the Christmas Carol Dominic the Italian Christmas Donkey I sure am I think you should play Dominic I love it. Uh, yeah. Hee-haw, hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. Um, yeah. Also, I just, um... Oh, my goodness. Well, I for... I just had something, and... Dominic. Hee-haw, hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. Yeah. You? Oh? Is this burning? 
it's Didn't burning. Okay. Yeah, you can see see the there on the top left. Like there's, can you kind of see in, in between it now? It's right. not really burning down so much. Yeah, but it, the fire has spread. It's gotten larger, and the way fires go is like they build a lot, and then and then the wood very rapidly deteriorates. Yeah. Yeah. If um, if you could make your own Yule. themed Yule log, mm. what would be a good theme for a Yule log? Because there's a lot of themed Yule logs now. We discovered looking like yeah, there's, there's one a frozen the, one. There's a frozen one. There's one with the I'm guessing like an Instagram famous dog or something called Happy, and it's like Happy Yule log. Um, now is it all one, a log? Called, line? Like what is is Yule a type of tree or wood? Or is this no a Yule? Thing? Isn't Yule? It's like, it's like Christmas. Okay. I don't. Well, here's the mm. thing. This is a Christmas special. Philip is Jewish. <laughs> I'm not anything. Yeah. We are. I, mean, I. But we both really like Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, but we don't yeah. celebrate it for the religious aspect. Yeah. Yeah. No. And if you don't like that, you can call in. What's the hell? Oh, should we see if we got any voicemails this last yeah, episode? <laughs> yeah, let's sing the jingle, Phil. Give us a call. Give us a call. Talk to us on the Yule Podcast. Give us a call. Give us a call. Let's see if there's any messages since we checked last. Um, there's I not. I can't believe I got there. There's not. <laughs> um, yeah. I, yeah, also that's a much longer I think the song has changed song dramatically last since last week. Yeah, I think I like this one better, though. Okay. Yeah, it'll yeah. be different next time, don't worry. <laughs> um, well, you know, and we're, this is the Christmas special. Yes. And you know what else is famously Christian, but also Jewish? The Jesus? Ten Commandments. Oh. Well, Jesus as yeah. well. <laughs> but the Ten Commandments is what we're watching uh, next next time. Yep. Um, so looking forward to presume? it. I, I don't know if we're going to say January 10th, but we'll see. We'll say it. Well, yeah, we'll say it. Will we honor it? Who knows? Oh, my God. But that is probably going to be a two-parter. Okay. Probably. Is the movie in Not, two parts? Well, I believe the DVD and Blu-ray is on two discs, so it has a cutoff mm. it, But is it kind of like a movie that's have like intermissions. I think it probably. I did. think if it has that, then we can do two parts. If it doesn't, we will We have to. We have to do one episode. Ah, interesting. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I I am not looking forward to it. <laughs> oh no. No. Why not? It's long, and we've already watched the one movie I kind of care about. Uh, we got yeah. so many more great. Oh, movies I know. I up. know. You didn't care about Port of New York, but how much fun was that to look at? So fun. Because Yule was in it. Yule was in it. We got it, to yeah. look at him. Yeah. In fact, I should keep this out. I put the playbill back in here, but I'm going to just keep it back stage out. Stage bill, please. The stage bill, sorry, so we can continue to look at Yule. Ah. Uh, um. Yep. What do you think you're pointing at? Um, the thing that the woman is writing in her book. That would make sense. Did Yule die? I, I guess I didn't really quite clock it in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then like she goes back with Lewis. Wait, no, that can't be. What happened? Did she adopt all the kids? That's not what happened. That can't be it. How come there's not a sequel? I mean, there is. That TV show. I thought it wasn't, though, because the king's dead. But we don't know, right? I guess oh. we don't know. 
Maybe it's like an alternate universe sequel. It's like it's like Anne Julia. It's like what if the king didn't die? Mm, okay. We are spoiling the King and I in the non-King and I episode right now. Listen, you, you gotta. What can you do? What can you do? Yeah, it, we are a little on the King and I, but that was the Christmas present. That's why. Yeah. It's oh yeah. Not because no. we just watched it. No. Twenty minutes ago. No, we didn't. No. The different... It was last week. Yeah, last week. Um. Yeah. There were, like, shorter options of Yule Hawks. But listen, we gotta give the people... They, they're they used to long episodes That's true. From us. They're used to long episodes. They're, they're used to... Yeah. We gotta give them... You know, it's just a little holiday treat. Yeah. Listen to this while you're preparing, while you're driving. Let's... Let's play a new Christmas song. Right now? Yeah. Okay. Silent Yule... Very loud, Yule. There he is. There Yule lives. Head so shiny and bald in the light. Glimmering of a Christmas night. Yule has so much to offer you died uptown in New York City I don't I can't do stuff we did it yeah <laughs> uh, what a great new Christmas song oh boy um yeah I wonder so Christmas I about... ruined I'm so sorry I ruined the song I'm so sorry. I, I ruined it. No, you didn't. Okay. You were... I feel like trailer. I let the listeners down. The listeners could never be let down. And if they are, uh, too bad. Call us in and tell us. Um, that number again. 518-966-2442. Hey, call us. Um, but... Oh, yes. So, Christmas. You know, a lot about traditions and stuff. Are there any, like unique Christmas traditions that you'd like to talk about, maybe? Okay, well, I can. Um, I, yeah. If you want, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's a thing I don't want to get out too far out there because I want to make sure that oh, we get don't. credit. Oh, well, sure. But I mean, we, this is this recorded is, evidence. That's true. So, uh, a few years ago, probably, uh, probably around like 10, 8 years ago now. My not bro- 9. Yeah, not 9. <laughs> My brother and I were talking about how all the great all the great stories come in threes. You know, there's the Star Wars trilogy. There's like twelve of those, but go with it. Well, but are there three trilogies now? There are three trilogies. Three, yeah. Three. Um, you know, other iconic trilogies: The Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. uh, the Bible, mm-hmm. probably. You know, yeah, that's a, you got the Torah, you got the Bible, you got the Quran, right? Yep. Call us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. to, to quote uh, great TV host Craig Ferguson, I look forward to your letters. Hell is God. Um, I'm not religious. Yeah. I don't know how it goes. Mm-hmm. No one's listening to this. If you listen to this later, cancel us. I don't know. Anyway, we said uh, Christmas is great. It's too short. This is our third episode. This is it. Oh. Now, I know a lot of people are like, oh, there's 25 days of Christmas. No, you idiot. There's two. There's Christmas Eve. There's Christmas Day. That's what you thought. Take a sip of my drink. Dramatic pause. My brother and I 
created the end of the trilogy. Christmas aft. The day after Christmas. Now we have deep lore that goes with it. We've got a Christmas character that delivers something. But that I, I'll leave for another time. Sure, Because sure, we, sure. we've got plans. Yeah. But... Well, you heard it here first, folks. The main the main thing you do on Christmas after is you eat breakfast. Yes. Yes. Great. Sounds like a great tradition. Uh, I know you have a Christmas tradition that you just recently did. It involves the most horrifying character... Oh. ...that's ever been associated with Christmas. It's a great... Adorable you, elf you could play that character. You could play that character. I'd love to see you. All. Yeah, I mean it's a. There, my family is involved with this uh, organization. It's a great organization. Miraculously, they do like uh, sports for kids with disabilities. It's great. Adorable. They have like their own baseball field up in Westchester. Every year they have a Christmas party. It's like a big fundraiser thing. All this is beautiful so far. Yeah. Spirit of Christmas. Yeah. Spirit of giving. No, it, it, it's lovely. Um, yeah. And so they have a big, they're like, big event, like, at the end of the year. They have a Christmas party, and it's uh, in a hotel ballroom, and there's, like, dancing, and some of the best chicken fingers you'll ever have. Better than the New York Circuit? The Big Apple Circuit? Ah, uh, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Well, they, you said they've changed recently. The Big Apple Circus used to well, have the yes. best chicken fingers. Yeah, Big Apple Circus. Don't call in Don't unless call you're going to tell us where you got your chicken fingers. Yeah, or that you're going to have them back next yeah. year. Because that was truly shocking. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, we have this big Christmas fundraiser party in a hotel. And there's a big dance floor. And then, like, uh, some of us volunteers, like me and some family and family friends, we come in costumes. And several years ago... And, and the costumes are, like, are like, like mascot costumes. Yeah, I mean, well, most of them are not that oh. mascot actually. It's, like, uh, like a candy cane. Like. And, like, you have very, char- like, boyish features, uh, have a lot of glee in your heart. You could do a very good, like, Christmas character costume. Well, and I do. So, if, uh, several years ago... Yeah, I, so these costumes are brought by, um, like, the organization has their own, like, store, and so it's... My my mother is on the board of this organization, so she's the one who like bought the costumes and and there's this one costume that is a uh, a adorable elf. Can only be described as an elf from hell. It's a great elf, and what's fun about this costume is the the face of the elf takes a it's like foam card face, and it takes a most of the body, and then your your actual head is hidden in the hat above. The face, so it's it's a fun. The proportion of this elf are very fun, and I love this costume, and so I claimed it as my own, and I, I'm the only one who is consistent every year. I'm this elf. I lead a, a bunch of dances. I I lead a conga line around the whole ballroom with all the kids following me, and uh, it's great. I have to take it off every 15 minutes because it's very hot in there. Um, and I have to go eat some chicken fingers, but yeah, it's uh, it's an adorable, it's, it's 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 great and a lot of fun, and kids scream at it, but um, in a fun way, and yeah, so it's great. Now, one year, our friends Brad and Maddie, uh, Brad, who a couple episodes did not call in, that's true, we didn't call him not calling in. Um, Brad, if you're listening to this one, go back to episode one. Yeah, you could win a prize. Yeah. Um, 
they had a Christmas party that I attended, and Phil was coming, but he was running late. And we hear uh, a ring at the door, and they go to answer it, and there's Phil just standing in this terrifying costume in their doorway. It's terrifying. We're going to upload a little video of you on on the, on the Twitter yeah. account. Yeah, that or the... Um... Have you seen the picture of me standing over a child in a gingerbread man costume as if I had just killed him? No, but that's an incredible that feels picture. True to the character. Yeah, no, it's really great. Phil, have I ever told you the story of the year Christmas was cancelled? I think so, but you haven't told the pod. It's true. So when I was very young, I would say I was around seven or or eight, my little brother was four or five, maybe three, three, four, five. Um, so you're okay, not your current little. Not no, yes, I've, yes, I've, I, I have a couple brothers, yes. but um, this is one closer in age to me. Um, we had gotten into some sort of mischief a couple weeks before Christmas, and my mom declared she's going to tell Santa, Christmas is going to be canceled. We're not going to get anything but coal. You're in trouble, and we were like, yeah, 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 like that's going to happen. We wake up Christmas morning, run to the tree. Mm. There's two presents under it. And a letter from Santa. Okay. Now, usually there would be a few more presents. Sure. But this year there's only two. Uh oh. And there's a letter, and, and and my little brother goes, "What does it say? What does it say?" Because he couldn't read it yet. And I read yeah. it, and it said, "Dear Drake, and your brother's name. Unfortunately, you've been very bad this year. So I could only bring you a couple of presents." There's another little thing in the hallway, but these are your presents. Next year, maybe you'll be better. XOXO. Gossip Girl. Gossip, no, gossip Santa Claus. So we're despondent. We opened these presents after some prodding from, from our mother. And they were very nice presents. They were like video games that we really wanted. Like mm. the things we wanted most. But we're dejected. We're depressed. Santa's mad at us. My brother was crying. I was upset. And my mother's like, well, it says here. My mother picks up the letter and reads it. And she's like, well, it says here there's another little thing in the hallway. And we're like, who cares? We ruined, we disappointed Santa. We ruined Christmas. And then she's like, well, just go check. And we go check in the hallway, and there's just piles of presents. Big crates full of presents for us. Totally undermining the authority <laughs> and the lesson that we were trying uh, to be taught. But a great Christmas moment. A great Christmas moment. And there is that one Christmas song... Uh, oh, what song is that? There's, there's, uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Yes, in that song, there's a there's a lyric that goes, "There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glory of Christmases long, long ago." And whenever I hear that line, I think of this because this is like a story we tell every year. Just to each other. We all know the story. We're all there, except for the yeah. younger kids. But it is just such a fun... Like, it's like, oh, Christmas lore that's just yeah. ours. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I feel like a lot of families, for every holiday, have those little things. Yeah. People have their own birthday story. Or, and it is this yeah. fun thing I'll back on. Just as sweet as this. Oh, Phil just showed me this cursed <laughs> picture of, of his ghastly elf... <laughs> Stepping on a deflated gingerbread man. This there is, is a child in that costume. This is the picture you should post on. Twitter. Yeah. Oh, exactly. That's yeah. I don't remember. The, I don't remember taking. I mean, talk about the current picture. 
Um, but yeah, see, they're, they're, they're a little child. <laughs> I think you should post this this picture a couple of days before Christmas, with Christmas is coming. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And now you guys listening, you guys listening, you guys will know that this is this is why. Yeah. Oh, this is the year. I also got a picture with Santa Claus. Oh, that's terrifying. And I can see your face through the hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I clearly noted that and uh, drew over that in another (laughs) picture. We'll post this too. Yeah. Oh, I I do have Twas the Night Before Christmas, and I said I would read it. But before that, I will tell another fond uh, Santa memory, Christmas memory, is... I went with my maybe both of my brothers or my brother and my sister to meet Santa and this is when I was an adult I was probably in my early 20s at this point but you know you all go to see Santa to get your pictures taken I think you and I have gone to see Santa with our friend Christine before haven't we yes I wonder if we can find that picture we definitely have a picture of us in a big snow globe in Macy's together yeah oh I think it was the same year actually because I think I just passed that yeah so we can post that picture as well with Christine's permission but I'd gone and Santa asked me what I wanted for Christmas Mm -hmm. and I mentioned that I really wanted some fried chicken and then Santa was recommending recipes and stuff like that and was like yeah I could could probably get it he was like what else do you you want and I had mentioned that I was reading some I was like you know like a fantasy or sci-fi novel Mm. and Santa Started recommending to me old school sci sci fi novels, and we like, we talked about Hyperion. He asked me how much Asimov I've read, and had a nice little conversation cool. about old school sci fi. So Santa, science fiction fan, and you know what? Christmas morning, there was a hot plate of fried cornflake chicken. Wow! In my it wasn't under the tree, but it was he left it. There was a bow on top. Nice. Yeah. Good job, Santa. Yeah, thanks, Santa. Yeah. yeah. The OG. Yeah. Oh, very cute picture. Yeah. We are adorable in it. I thought I found a video. Uh oh. I'm assuming taken by you. It's Phil I'm taking off a. He's wearing it. a Christmas sweater. Thing. And he takes it off. He's wearing another Christmas sweater on her. And he says Christmas. Yep. Great. Do yeah. we have a picture with Santa? Oh, that's a good picture, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we not meet Santa that day because the line was too it, long? Maybe we oh, didn't meet Santa. Maybe we just Macy's. hung out at Macy's. Yeah. Oh, no, that Macy's one was more recent. I don't I don't know. That was the day I'm thinking of, so I think maybe we didn't go and maybe you went with other friends. Uh, we'll figure it out. You'll be the first to know, folks. You'll be the first to know. You'll be the first to know, yeah. Folks, um, we're winding, we're winding to the close of our Christmas special. We've we've got nary eleven minutes left. Wow. Phil claims it takes seven minutes to read "Twas the Night." Before well, Christmas. it's going to take less, I assume, because it took seven minutes of me stopping and thinking for about line. Well, I'm going to read it, and then we'll say our goodbyes. Okay. And our merry Christmases. Are there any other Christmas stories you want to tell before I get into this? No. Okay. We're going to have a fun Christmas this year. Phil's making Christmas crackers. Yeah. My family's gonna be here. My girlfriend's family's gonna be here. Philip Romano's gonna be here. What could what could more could you ask more for? What could you ask for? Twas the night before Christmas. Oh. Oh. Sorry, it's not Santa pictures. Yeah, it's 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 a different person. Yeah, I bet it fucking is. Cool. But someone I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. 
The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama and Kerchief and Yule in his cap had just settled their brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, Yule sprang from his bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window he flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below, when what to Yule's wondering eyes did appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, Yule knew in a moment he must be Saint Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now, Dasher, now, Dancer, now, Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen, to the top, top of the porch, porch, to the top of the hall, Dasher, wait, wow. top of the porch, to the top of the wall, Dasher, 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 all. That's my favorite line. As he leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, That's as leaves, line. as leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the house, up the coursers they flew, with the sleigh flew full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling, you'll heard on the roof, the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As you'll drew in his head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. Now we get to body shaming Santa. He was, well, Yule seems like the type. Yeah. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples. I'm so merry. How merry. His cheeks were like roses. His nose like a cherry? That's correct. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. Uh, that line reminded me of a line in another song we know. Continue. Yeah, you're not. Maybe you'll get that next Christmas. Uh, the stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed, like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. And Yule Brenner laughed when he saw him, in spite of himself. A wink of his eye, a twist of his head, soon gave Yule to know he had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work, and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk, and laying his finger aside of his nose, giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I, but Yule heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all! And, and here's to seeing Yule tonight! Yep. Great. <laughs> so that was uh, three and a half minutes. <laughs> Uh, so we've got a few minutes left on this Well, it's time one. for our final segment of the show, the final seven. Final seven, final seven, like a segment from heaven at final seven. Guys, it's the last seven minutes of the show, and anything can happen. Anything can happen. Except for it continuing, I guess. What? 
Except for going eight minutes. That oh, can't happen. Well, it certainly can't happen within seven minutes. That's not how time works. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Anything can't, can't happen. Cool. Yule. Should we just say Yule for seven minutes? Yule. <laughs> Yule. Um, no, let's not just say Yule for seven minutes. What you doing after this? I might have my brother over to play a video game. Cool. What are you doing after? What are you doing after this? I'm going to see some uh, mutual friends, and you're welcome to come if you want. There Which was going to be someone there who you didn't like, so that's why I didn't invite you. But he's no longer coming. What mutual friends? Christine and Amanda. Oh, where at? Uh, in downtown. Inside though. I think so. We could probably move. I mean, that's a, I'm not going to come to that. Okay. You tell them to come here. Okay. <laughs> Chris, Christine still needs to see the place, but no, I do. Well, do you actually want me to? Let me check in with my brother. Okay, and we'll see what happens. Um, folks, thank you for spending Christmas with us. Yeah. And so next, that that felt a whole minute. Next <laughs> year, we've got a lot of wonderful things in store for you. A lot. Of At least twelve brand new episodes. Yeah, and we know there's some Boko coming on April 17th. April 17th, we're promising you an exclusive outtake episode. Yeah. There might be a special celebration for Yule's birthday. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, of course, next year, the annual tradition, here's looking at Yule, kid, the Yule Yes, oh, Every Christmas. Yeah, so look forward to that in a year. One year from today. One year. And there's just, it's going to be so much fun. Yule, we're going to enter the next phase of our podcast in a couple months. Oh. We're uh, going to have guests next year. Remember when the queen entered a new phase? I do. I'm hoping that this phase is a little less like that. I don't want it to be a pre-death for the podcast phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, we're really going to cut through. This is going to be, we're going to be about halfway through our podcast by the end of the year. Yeah. Because well, the podcast is only going to run... Through the movie part of it. Right, we right. Because we might just look at photos. photographs. Yeah, got a little preview of that today. We did, we did. Yeah. And just, you know, happy holidays. Yeah. Happy Yule days. Merry, merry miss. Yep. And happy Yule year. Yeah. For Yule acquaintance be for Yule... And never brought to, to you, for your acquaintance, be for you, and every you, 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 three minutes oh it's our favorite segment the final three. Oh, you thought we were done but wait and see get it's ready time for, for the final three, three. <laughs> uh, i love singing together different words hey we nailed the yule song yeah oh we did yeah 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 yo, yo, yo. phil thanks for podcasting with me drake thanks for podcasting and thanks for the christmas gift oh yeah of course yeah 
I did, I legitimately, months ago, when we first discussed this podcast, I was like, this is what I want to look for. I found it. Found it. I found it. And, yeah. Should I try calling a phone number from this? Well, I thought they all had weird uh, letter area codes. Well, yeah, but I'm like, what if I get rid of that and just put in the Chicago area code and see what happens? Okay. That would be the way to end this? The way to end this? There was one I noticed. I was like, okay, that's seven digits. That, that'll work. Oh, well, I'm going to even get it out in time. Okay. It is. It's got like a board and bag like a comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, it reminded me of the a gift I got you recently, which was yes. a comic book. Yeah, so it got me a very lovely comic book. Yeah. All right. Well, first I got it. I don't know if I'm going to do this in time. Chicago area code. Maybe let's not ring, read the number we're calling. I won't read right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Where'd that go? We have one minute left. Oh, my God. Okay, well, let me put in that. Um, um, wait, where did it go? Should we call the Drake? Does that have a number? Oh, did it? Or do we want to call the Brothers? The Drake did not have okay. a number. The, the, the real estate? Oh, yeah, let's do this. The Whiteley States, okay. All right. And you're in front of the speaker, I assume? Yeah. All right, so I put it in with the current... Uh, Chicago area code. One occurring Chicago area code that I'm sure will be great. This will work. The number you have reached has been disconnected or is no longer in service. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy New Year.